Welcome everybody to the iBug Buzz, episode 564 for December 19, 2022. I'm Greg. I'll be co-hosting tonight with Sandia. And for any of you that might be new to the iBug Buzz, whether you're joining us on this call or listening to a recording of this call, we extend a special welcome iBug Buzz is a weekly open forum where we encourage you to ask questions, bring up issues related to your iOS devices, and that would be the iPhone, iPad, Apple TV, Apple Watch, and specifically questions and issues related to voiceover, using voiceover, and other accessibility features on those devices. We like to start each call with announcements and a preview of other iBug events coming up near term. So for that, I'll turn it over to our Wikipedia of all things iBug, Sandia. All right, thank you, Greg. And yes, we still have a busy week ahead of us. So for the next two hours, we will be in the iBug buzz and talking about all the things Greg just talked about tomorrow. Although all things that I, all, all <laughs> events are on Zoom unless specified otherwise, and all times are central. Tomorrow from five to six, we'll have Clubhouse will be the Mac buzz all questions you have relating to the Mac. Then on Wednesday, we have uh, Android Insight from 7 to 8.30. Come with all those great questions about your A-Lady or Google devices and all kinds of things. So that's a great place to get all those questions answered. Thursday, we're off. And then Friday is iBug Night at the Virtual Movies. So we will have the big reveal at the top of the hour. So come and test your knowledge of movie trivia and try to figure out what the movie is. And then let's see, let's see, let's see. We have some, we had a great uh, Apple workshop this weekend, some fun and some information and we did some demos. So I believe that is posted. So please check it out on our website. Uh, for social media, we have a website, iBugToday.org, W-G-T-O-D-A-Y.org. We have a Twitter, it's at iBugToday. We have a Facebook account, facebook.com slash group slash iBugToday. And we also have a fan page. Uh, then let's see, we have an email address, is iBugToday at gmail.com. And we have a mentoring program if you need help with the, as a beginner user, complete the application under the pot, under the training tab. And if you would like to offer your services as a mentor, you can fill out the respective application for that. And I just want to announce that we will not, we will not have a meeting next Monday. Next Monday is the 26th. We will not be here, but we will be back at the beginning of the year on November, on January 2nd. And we will also have the uh, movie, the usually our Friday night movie is actually going to be moving to Saturday, January, December 31st. So we will celebrate the new year together and we'll watch the ball ball drop and 
bring in the new year together. So join us on Saturday for that December 31st. All right, with that, I'm going to hand it back to you, Greg. All right, thank you, Sandia. So at this point in the call, we'd like to we'd like to go around and see who's here. Let everybody say hello. Uh, so if you would, you'll need to unmute, state your name, tell us where you're from. If you're new to the iBug Buzz, uh, please share that with us. So I'll get things started. I'm Greg in Texas. This is Herbie in Houston. Hey, Herbie. Julie in Houston. Hi, Julie. Pete Wesley in Florida. In Pennsylvania. Whoop, I got Pete. And who else was that? Wesley. Wesley, Wesley. from Pennsylvania. Hey, welcome. By the way, Sandia, could you repeat what is tomorrow night? I didn't catch that. All right, this is Sandia, so it's going to be the Clubhouse Mac and Talk, a Mac Buzz. Oh, okay, okay, right, thank you. Okay, who else have we got? Sarah from Vermont. Welcome. Judy in Connecticut. Hi, Judy. Hi, Judy. Hi, Sarah. <laughs> you in New Hampshire. No, hey, no Jody. All, the way. <laughs> all right, who else is out there? Vanessa, Georgia. Hi, Vanessa. Gary in Austin. Hey, Gary. Ned Kenneth. from Texas. Hi, Ned. Hi, Janet. Hello. I'm Colorado with my husband, Doc. He's running around here somewhere, too. So. All right. Welcome to both of you. Brian from Ontario, Canuckland. Hi, Brian. Anybody else want to say hello? All right. Sandia in Houston. Sandia in Houston. Okay. All right. So let's let's go ahead and move on to questions. And I don't, Sandia, was there, I don't, I didn't hear anybody that's new. No, no nobody. Okay. Knew. All right. So let's just open it up. Questions or issues? Who's got um, the first? Go ahead. Janet in Colorado has a quick question. Okay, go ahead, Janet. What it, um, it's a new question for a, a watch newbie wants to be a watch newbie. Um, what is auto speak on your watch? All right. Who can who can give us an answer to auto speak on the Apple Watch? Do you um? Are you meaning like whether you can shut? Oh, sorry, this is Sarah. Go ahead, Sarah. Do you mean um, whether you can shut off speech or not? Like with a three finger single tap? Right. No, um, this is Janet. No, um, this is a thing in um, when you're on an app or, or yeah, when you're on an app or something, you can swipe up or down and this is auto speak. Sarah, this is Sarah. Uh, go ahead, Sarah. I think it's just voiceover, because um, mine says that too. Yeah, it has to do with voiceover, but I'm not sure what it is, what it is or how it works. That's why I was asking. Maybe I stumped the stumped the call. Yeah. All right. I, it, yeah. Yeah. Any anybody else have any? I, I am not familiar with that, or that's not ringing a bell for me on the on the watch. Anybody else have have any? Uh, have a response to that so this is herbie yeah herbie i'm just 
totally lost here. So let's see if we can just backtrack. So where are you exactly encountering this again? Janet, go ahead. Um, there, there's a thing when, you know, when you can manage your, I'm not really sure where it is, but somewhere on the watchers auto speak on the main screen when you, when you flick up and down, I'd have to get his watch. Are you thinking watch. about the rotor? No, it's not the rotor. Let me see your watch, Doc. <clears throat> All right, why don't you, you yeah, know, yeah. go on mute and figure that out and then come back, okay? Yeah, so we'll okay. Yeah, All let's right. do that. Sorry about okay. that. Yeah, okay, let's move on. on. Let's move on to another question. And Janet, come back when you get it figured out and we'll uh, see if we can uh, respond to your question. Next, next question. This is Karen. Go ahead, Karen. Um, oh, it was terrible. It was terrible. I, in the text message conversation, I went to swipe. I was swiping to delete a couple of conversations I didn't need. And when I deleted it, I realized that the focus had dropped, had, had moved. And I got the one above it or the one below it, but it deleted the wrong, you know, it deleted the conversation I didn't want it to delete. And um, that was just horrible. It was a horrible experience. And is there any way to retrieve that? Okay. This is Pete. Because yeah, go ahead, Pete. It happened once and it got me again. Karen, how long ago did you do this? Just curious. Um, about a month ago. Oh, a month I mean, ago. The first time it happened, I was like, man, like, how did that happen? And then when I was deleting some more conversations instead of like really paying attention, you know, swiping left, swiping right, you know, doing it a couple of times to make sure it was on that conversation. I did it again. You know, I was doing it fast. Mm. And I heard it. I heard the conversation, but when I deleted okay. it, it was the wrong okay. one. Yeah. Like, so the only Pete, the thing Pete, I was ahead. trying to think of, Greg, thanks, is, um, uh, and you usually have to jump on it pretty quickly, is in your rotor, in the edit function on your rotor, you know, when you turn your rotor and you get to edit, there's an undo option and sometimes that will oh. undo the last task that you did like if you type something it will undo the typing and you know remove it or yeah. if you deleted something it'll undo the delete and maybe re replace it but uh that's only short-lived and i don't think it'll go back to a month ago that was right. the only thought i had yeah let me ask yeah. you what what version of uh ios the uh, software are you running on the 15 something on the latest it's not 16 yet i just haven't got around to updating it yet okay but so, uh, yeah go ahead wesley so with pre-version 16 you cannot uh you know according to my knowledge you cannot retrieve your deleted messages at all it was a whole conversation not just a message a whole text but yeah that is a known voiceover issue that it's the focus is jumping around Right. Does any, uh, let me give others a chance to respond, and then I'll I'll uh, add a comment. Anybody else want to weigh in on that? Okay. In in uh, iOS 16, uh, I believe if you um, you have an option to recover deleted messages, and so I believe you have to go up and tap on the edit button on your messages screen. And if you flick through that, it'll bring up a list of your deleted messages. 
and then you can can uh, retrieve those. But you'd have to be running uh, 16 uh, to do that. That was a new feature. Right. This is Karen. It was the whole conversation. It was the whole you can Yeah, you can delete that or you can retrieve that. Okay. The but you'd have, to, you'd have to have upgraded to, to iOS 16 to do that. It will retrieve a whole conversation? Yes. Not just the side of a conversation, but the whole. No, I think it'll retrieve the, the entire conversation. Okay. The entire string. Right. And, I, and thank you for whoever gave me the advice on um, trying to edit and undo. I'll, I'll yeah. keep that in mind as well. Yeah, this Greg. Uh, okay, so let's let's move on to another question. This is Judy. Judy, go ahead. Hi, thanks. I have a friend um, who just updated to um, his iPad to 16.2, and he saw this app called Freeform. And I told him that I would ask you guys and try to find out what it is and what it does. So that's my question. And is it voiceover friendly? Okay. Do we have somebody that wants to respond to that? Anybody have experience with Freeform? Okay, I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna need some time for for some, that's that's a brand <laughs> new. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if it's voiceover friendly, but I think we'll need need some time for people to play with that. This is Janet. Janet, go ahead. Um, Freeform is a sound like it was a collaboration um tool for um for people, and I don't. I'm feeling it's not accessible, and I have an update on my question. Okay. If Judy has any more comments, she can comment. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm going to go. I'm all set. Thanks, Janet. Yeah. This is we, Sarah. Well, yeah, Sarah, go ahead. Um, Freeform is sort of a multimedia thing. It is voiceover friendly. Um, and it, it's, it's basically like a, a fancy notes. <laughs> you can um, draw in it. You can, um, you know, put text in it. Um, you can insert all sorts of stuff, pictures, et cetera, et cetera. And it, it's kind of like a whiteboard in school, um, but a multimedia whiteboard. Um, so again, I think it's, it, it's really just a fancy notes. Right. This, this is Greg. Does that have to be done in FaceTime or is that a, how, how does that work? It's its own, um, it's Sarah. Um, it's its own app and you can share it and uh collaborate but it's not part of facetime i don't believe okay all right well yeah it'll it'll be interesting to let people play with that a little bit and see what uh what our experiences are with that any other let's move on to another question Oh, Janet was our update before she eats her uh, her supper. Um, it's on it's on the clock it's on the uh, clock face of the um, of the of the uh, of the Apple Watch. And it says enable auto speak when you flick up and down. Control center notification center and then enable auto speak. Okay. I was wondering what it was. 
Harvey, do you have any idea about that? Yes and no, because I actually I know what you're talking about now, <clears throat> and I'm forgetting what it does. I think it's supposed to. I think it has to do with the watch constantly talking when you touch the watch face, if I remember correctly. And I have mine. I think I turned mine off because I found it annoying. But I do know what you're talking about, and it is. And so. Okay, Janet, tell me again. How do you, how do you how did you get to that? You go to the the clock face. The clock face of the watch. Okay. And you swipe up and down. It says Control Center Notification Center enable auto speak. Okay. And if you have that, if you have that turned on, then the clock is going to announce whenever you hit the crown. It'll announce the time, or is it? I don't know. I don't know what it does. That's why I was okay. asking you. Okay, we'll have to do some research on that. And uh, everybody, do you have any other thoughts on that? Guess not. Okay. <laughs> All Sorry right. about earlier, Sonia, about not muting. Yeah. That's a good question, though. We'll we'll have to we'll have to do some some uh, checking on that, Janet. All right, who has who has another question? This is Helene. Helene, go ahead. I don't know if it's something from sixteen, but when I do my emails, I get emails that say it's not all downloaded. It's got three percent you know, do something to download the rest of the message. Is that something that is just from a one particular email or two, or is it a new um, statement that email announces? And should I, when I try to download the rest of the message, nothing ever happens. Okay. Who can, who can uh, respond to that? Email messages aren't completely downloading. Yeah, Pete, go ahead. I just want to say that I have seen that as well, and I don't think it's random. I think it's intentional, and I'm guessing, my guess is that it's with iOS 16 or 16.2. Mm -hmm. uh, and it happens on almost every email I receive. It happens whenever I want to um, reply to an email or forward an email. It always prompts me to say, this email has not been completely downloaded. Do you wish to download the remaining portion before you forward it or before you reply or something like that. And I think it's just a means of saving data, uh, whether it's cellular or, you know, mostly on my Wi-Fi at home. But I think it gives you an opportunity to save uh, data if you choose to do that. And I think you can, um, you know, if there's a lot of data that's not necessary, if you just want to reply to an email to whoever sent it and you just said, and you just want to say, okay, I'll see you at noon or something like that, then you don't want to download the rest of the unloaded, down, undownloaded data. But I'm guessing it's 16.2, although I don't know that for sure. Right. I've, yeah. Thanks, Pete. I've, I've, I've had that, that uh, message before pre pre 16, but it seems like I'm getting it a lot more often um, with the 16.2. Anybody else want to comment on that? <clears throat> Gary, 
Gary, go ahead. Yeah, I've seen it too for, uh, I think it was pre-16, if memory serves. I was just thinking about that, but it seems like now, yeah, it's on every message. And um, I don't know how critical it is, but it uh, does seem to block you from forwarding messages until you download the rest of it. So. All right, good. Thank you, Gary. Any other, any other comments on that real quick? All right, let's go ahead and move on. This is Pete with a observation. Go ahead, Pete. Um, I don't know if anybody's noticed it, but whenever I am posting on Facebook, whether it's an original post or a comment, anytime I'm entering text, <clears throat> I will often see the word attachment appear after my text. Uh, it happens also when I've, say, I've dictated a a text and I need to go in and edit it, which I find myself doing a lot, and I'll delete a word. And whenever I have gone in and deleted or made changes or edited uh, previous text that I have entered, the word attachment will be entered there for no rhyme or reason. And um, I find myself going in and deleting it, thinking that people who see my text, you know, with vision will be seeing that word attachment littered all over my comment or my uh, my post. Well, I found out from a sighted person that sighted people really don't see it. It's not a visual component of my post or my comment. <clears throat> um, so I don't really know what that means other than uh, has anybody else seen it? And uh, I was worried about it, but now I'm not so worried knowing that uh, that sighted people don't see it. Okay. That makes sense. Does anybody else, does anybody check Pete's posts and her attachments? <laughs> or their own. Or their own, yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm crazy. It, you're, yeah, you are. I th I'm thinking. I yeah, wow. I'm thinking you've lost it. <laughs> okay. Well, next, nobody, next time it, you edit a text, somebody, go in and, <laughs> and do by, you know, go reverse by character or go to the end of wherever you edited it and then advance by character or word and see if you don't hear the word attachment from voiceover. All right. Something for people to get back with us on. Absolutely. All right. Thank you, Chris. Pete. Yeah. This is Chris. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, Chris. Pete, you said, yeah. yeah, you said Facebook. Um, I've yeah. seen it sometimes when I'm, it's nothing to do with Facebook, when I'm editing just a regular text file mm -hmm. or notes file or something like that, it'll just throw characters in. I'll, I hear it say, um, as it reads the whole thing, it'll say like comma, comma, space, space. And I'm like, I know there's not two commas there. And I'll go back. Um, actually, it's the opposite. When I go, when I go by character by character, I'll hear it do comma, comma, space, all this, some other stuff. But then when it reads it completely, it says it okay. And so I, I know it's not really there. Huh. Interesting. You're now, are you using the auto um, punctuation? feature? Are you dictating and using auto punctuation or are you typing? This, this is Pete and I have turned off auto punctuation, uh, but I usually dictate first and then I'll go in and edit. And I found that editing my punctuation without auto punctuation is a whole lot simpler and quicker. But no, I don't have the auto punctuation on. Yeah. How about you, Chris? Nothing. I have nothing auto on. Okay. <clears throat> and I type it in using a Bluetooth keyboard, so I know it's not there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Strange. Any other comments on that? 
All right, let's let's go ahead and pick up another question. Gary. Yeah, Gary, go ahead. Got a quick settings question. Um, the other day we upgraded phones, and uh, one of them, uh, when it goes into messages, it goes into um, landscape mode. And I know there's a setting uh, to make it not do that, and uh, I can't remember what it is. Okay, you want to keep your phone in portrait setting, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Who wants one to respond them. to that? This is Jody. Jody, go ahead. Yes, so you want to bring up your uh, control center. You go to the status bar, and then you swipe up with three fingers. That will bring up the uh, control center. And then on the left side of the screen, uh, there'll be a, a toggle to uh, turn on and off lock screen. Yeah, OK. I know, because it just. Uh, we had to reset all settings on one of the phones we bought. So uh, it's that we did that so many phones ago that I just couldn't find it. So couldn't remember where it is, yeah. And then, and then, of course, you get rid of the control center uh, by hitting the home. Uh, your, oh, yeah. You know. Yeah. I'm a big believer in the control center. So, okay. Okay. okay great. Yeah. Thanks. All right. Good. Sure. And, Gary, I'll caution you when you, when you, up, when you uh, set up a new phone. Uh, some of your, I've, I've had some of the voiceover settings uh, change uh, when I set up the new phone. So kind of keep an eye out for that. If, if something strange is happening, you may need to go back in and check some of your voiceover settings. Yeah, we had a real odd situation when we first were setting it up. Uh, the, uh, when we were trying to do the passcode, the, uh, where the character should be was saying all this stuff like, Celeste, um, code digital, you know, something, just all those random figures and stuff. Uh, and so that was kind of interesting. Uh, that one, we had to reset all settings. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, there are some interesting things that can I occur. The, but, I had the same experience. Uh, but yeah, right. these are pretty much all good to go now. So yeah. thanks for that. Yeah, thanks, Gary. All right, so who has the next question? Jerry. Jerry, go ahead. I just have a uh, answer for a question that was asked last week, unless it was answered after the halftime or today already. Janet okay. had a question regarding closing apps on the Apple Watch. Okay, go ahead. That, that the way to do that, it is possible. All you have to do is press the crown, then the side button. The dock will come up. Swipe up on the app, on all the apps will appear there that are open. You swipe up, you have two options, activate or remove. Double tap on remove and the app will close. Once all the apps are closed, it'll just say recently used apps appear here. That's how you close the apps on the Apple Watch. Okay. And, and when you select remove, you're not removing the app from the watch, are you? You're just closing no. it? No, you're not removing it. Okay. You're just closing it. All right, good. Thank you, Jerry. 
Great follow-up. This, right. this is Doc Wright. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I have a question for it. I had I made a, a I took several apps on my 13 Pro Max from Google and to and put them in a a the same folder and it named the folder utilities. And I use my keyboard all the time with my Bluetooth keyboard all the time. And I mistakenly renamed the folder Google. But when I named it, when I read using the, what, the shift, VO, and slash, and renamed it that way, but in doing so, my other folder that was called utilities is now calling itself Google also. Okay, and so you want to retitle some folders? Yep. Okay. Without them showing up, I, I went into the folder and called myself retitling the one that was originally called utilities, changing it back. And it seemed to work, but now everywhere I flick to, it calls something utilities first. <laughs> okay. Who, who can respond to that? Anybody? Okay, let, let me let me offer a suggestion because I've I've changed a I changed a folder name uh, somewhere along the line, and as I flicked around the screen, it would frequently read that folder name before it read another folder line name. Like right. it would read. Is that what's happening to you? Yep. Okay, you need you need to um, you need to delete. Uh, I'm thinking probably, I'm not sure if it's the two-finger double tap to rename the folder, but basically you need to delete that folder name and maybe just put a space in there. Uh, and that will uh, at least uh, keep it from repeating that utility name before, you know, the, the other folder names. Um and I'm I don't know. Let's let's see if anybody else can suggest anything other than that two finger double Herbie. tap. Herbie, go ahead. So to you just you just want to know how to rename a folder, basically? Well, I I I I accidentally renamed it using the voiceover thing using that shift VO slash. And that only partially worked, and then somebody on one of my email lists showed me a different way, but it's still Anytime I flick flick across the screen, and that's anywhere, as it's not just the home screen, I can be in my text messages. I can be in the phone app. It will always announce utilities first, and then say what well, is actually there. Wait a minute. So you can be in an app, and you you didn't rename. Did you? Uh... You if if it's you're in your phone app, you wouldn't see your utilities folder, right? Is... So I think you I don't think you renamed a folder. I think you renamed a I think you did a a, 
element label rename and Chanel is, I think, going to yeah. correct me or go ahead, Chanel. Oh, I didn't get permission. Is it okay, go ahead, Greg? I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. I don't know. No, I didn't ahead. mean to over whatever. But I think, yeah, you're going to basically have to find, if you can, the same thing you named and basically delete the name of that element, if that's possible. Yeah, I'm going along the same direction Herbie is. So when you, um, you never want to do that two-finger whatever it is, double tap and hold, unless you're trying to label an unlabeled image or graphic or something, or some people use it to select and copy text uh, from a field, but there's other ways of doing that. So the way to properly rename a folder is to um, do you, like a one finger triple tap or one finger double tap and hold to get into edit mode. And then you find the folder, you double tap on it, and then if you flick left, there should be an edit um, box to type in the folder name. And right. I will try to verify that now to make sure I'm actually saying something correct. But right. And we probably we're we're probably getting a little little more detail than than we want to on this call. But basically you're gonna have to you're gonna have to open that the new folder you created and go into edit and delete the name. And you may need to take those those uh, apps out of that folder and then recreate it with a with a different name. You may have to yeah. do that to get it, but I've I've had that problem and it's annoying. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I will, I will check it out. Thank you yeah. very much. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, all right. How about another question? This is Jody. Jody, go ahead. Yeah. So I was talking to a friend, and she's having a problem with her voiceover volume changing by itself. I haven't had that problem, so I'm not sure how to solve it. Okay. Volume will go up and down, and she isn't doing anything to change it. All right. Who's who has uh, who has a response on that? I know we've talked about that on on that's come up on some calls. Uh, who can respond to that? This is Pete. Yeah, Pete, go ahead. Just a wide open thought. Does she have audio ducking on? Do you think, Jody? I don't know. I'll have to ask her. Thank you. That's the only thing I can think of that would affect your voiceover audio without you doing it. Okay, thank you. I'll check that. All right. Good, good question. How about another question? I know there are questions out there. Any new apps? Is this Chris? Yeah, Chris, go ahead. I have a question about Voice Dream Reader, the latest update to it. I'm still running iOS 15, but I, I guess it's the same on both. So it's just recently updated and... <laughs> like it at all it's just really um you have to now flick about seven or eight times to get to your list of books 
and voice room reader, and, you know, regardless of whatever folder or uh, filter, well, they used to call it filter that you're in before, which is like two swipes. So I don't know if they've, if they've, you know, they didn't really keep maybe voiceover users in mind with this. I'm not quite sure. And now to delete a file or a book, you used to be able just to flick up once, I think, and you could delete it and you double tap and it would be gone. And now you have to do this um, confirmation. And I don't see any place to, uh, to get rid of that confirmation. I know I can go into edit and, you know, get a list and then delete it and probably confirm it that way. But I just want to, you know, kind of pick around and do one here and one there kind of thing without having to do that whole little confirmation thing, without having to go into edit. Has anybody noticed this too? Yeah. So do we have some voice stream reader users out there that have experienced that? This is Chanel. Chanel, go ahead. I'm a little bit confused by the new format myself. Um, I, Chris, I don't really have a definitive answer. I will play with it. I'm confused about what the library outline view, but not so. I, um, I will see if I can, if I do get around to playing around with it. Um, meanwhile, hopefully somebody else knows. But just, just sympathizing with your frustration. <laughs> so, commiserating. <laughs> And the, the developer of that app is really, really very, uh, has done a really good job with accessibility in the past. I hope he jumps on top of it. Herbie, go ahead. Okay. So first of all, I don't use filters, so I can't tell you if anything's more difficult to navigate because I just have everything on the main screen. But the library outline, it's a button now. And what it does is you can sort things by different categories like unread and flagged and stuff like that. So that's the idea of that. But at least on the main screen, I can still swipe up or down on a file and get to delete. So um, that one. Chris. Yep. This is Chris. Yeah. Yep. Go ahead, Chris. Right, Herbie, the library outline, it previously was a filter. You had to double tap on the filter. It would give you the whole list of all your different file types and ways you can get to your files and flags. That's what that was before. Or if you had folders, uh, create a folder, that's, that's the equivalent. Um, but I can still swipe up or down on a file name. It's just, it's like right in the middle of the action item. It's it's like four, you know, up or four down. It's, it's right in the middle now. And if I delete it, then I have to confirm it to delete it. So it's, and plus the, the whole focusing is a little glitchy. I find just the, the, it doesn't keep the focus the same, and 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 when you're swiping swiping down from the top where the add button is to get to your list of books in, in whatever folder or file format, you know whatever you're in. In my case, it's a folder. Um, now you're swiping, and you have to hit also. There's the sort button. There's the grid view, the list view. Where right. I see all that. That used to be at the so, bottom. Now it's at the top. Can anybody know how to switch that back, or can we? I don't know if you can switch. This is Herbie. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I don't know if you can switch that back. Um, but what I do is I don't, I mean, this voiceover and focus is such an iffy thing to begin with at times. But one thing you could try is touching like the middle of the screen, like just do a quick touch and hold. And that might at least put your, fo that'll put your focus on the books. And it may put you at the beginning. It may kind of put you in this uh, a little bit into the list. Um, but I've always had issues with um, focusing and voiceover. And, um, but you might try that instead of the swipe and see if that at least gives you a little bit less frustration. All right. Any, anybody else want to weigh in on Voice Dream Reader? This is Jody. Jody, go ahead. Yeah, I do, I do the same thing Herbie just said, is I, I 
just uh, move my finger down to the book list and avoid all of the stuff at the top. But I have noticed it's a little different when you want to add a book and there's other things there too. So I, I just figured, okay, they've updated it. Here we go again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wish, I wish they had a bigger play button on voice dream reader. Yeah. That play button is just tiny and yeah. I end up having to do a lot of left and right flicking sometimes to find that. Two finger double tap will help. We'll do it. Okay. Stop it. All right. The magic tap will work. Okay. Well, let me ask a question on Bard, the Bard app. So I've I've just had the uh, where the voice comes on real loud occasionally. That problem seems to be I still get that every once in a while but not nearly as often but sometimes when I want to rewind I'll uh, tap and hold on the on the rewind button and it'll go you know 30 seconds or 20 seconds and one minute and five minutes and 15 minutes and and you know whenever I want to stop if I want to go back 15 minutes then I'll lift my finger at 15 sometimes it'll just keep going uh, one hour two hours four hours into book are beginning a book. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Are other people experiencing that? This is Helene. Helene, go ahead. Yes, uh, that is a regular occurrence. And um, I sometimes, if I like the book enough, I'll restart it. Okay. All because right. so I can't control it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing I found is a lot of times if, if it's acting up, I have to tap on the sleep timer button and then go back and, yeah. and type on the, the uh, go button and uh, the, the stop. Well, it'll be stop and then start again. And then it starts working fine. This is Sarah. Yeah, Sarah, go ahead. Um, I, I, I think it may be a quirk that they have to fix because I've had to, to, delete the app, well, not delete, you know, turn off the app a number of times where it gets stuck. And it's just recently that it's, you know, done exactly the same thing that you are talking okay. about. It'll go back two hours. And, and that's just in the, you know, the, the forward and, and uh, backward places, not the obvious, you know, not the chapter forward and back. Um, but sometimes the sound will just totally go off and I'll have to turn off the app. Um, I, I really think it's their latest update. Yeah. Okay. Uh, go ahead, Pete. And sorry, Sarah, I didn't mean to interrupt. Um, I have no. not had any of those problems. I've heard about them here from you before too, Greg. Uh, um, but each time I've heard them, I've gone over and, you know, tried to play with the sleep timer. And, you know, I use the rewind feature all the time because I'm falling asleep. Uh, without the sleep timer. So I, I use that rewind feature a lot. I have never encountered any of those problems, even trying to, um, you know, initiate them. Mm. This is I would, I would bring it to the attention of the uh, developer if you can do that in the, in one of the tabs there. Okay. Yeah. Herbie, go ahead. Um, so really I have a quick suggestion. First of all, I, I think I experienced that one bug once, but to be fair, I use Audible more, uh, the, the rewind bug more than I use, uh, uh, is what I'm talking about. I've definitely experienced the voice bug with uh, 
bard is like gets suddenly super loud i experience it after them if usually with the sleep timer um but um and not it, i'll tell you another app that i ex another app where i experienced that too is clubhouse but um that's neither here if you click on a notification on the lock screen where the volume suddenly gets really amplified but my suggestion when you encounter the rewind bug is I want, have you tried hitting the fast forward button and cause you know how, or the rewind button again, I'm sorry, the fast forward button. Cause you know how Bart has that feature where if you accidentally rewind or fast forward, you can go back the other direction and it remembers where you last left off. If you do it in an X amount of seconds. And I wonder if that would at least get you back to where you originally started your um, rewinding from just by hitting fast forward. Just a suggestion. Yeah. Like I said, I've only encountered that bug once. But this is Sarah. I, yeah, yep. Sarah, go ahead. Um, you you can do that actually. Sometimes you can, but it's not the fast forward button. It's the um, what do you call the button where you have chapters? Um, okay. Yeah, the next button. button. Next Whatever. button. The re previous and next the, buttons. Yeah. Exactly. The next button. You can get it back to the original. But sometimes the quirks happen on specific books. Like if the book is really old and hasn't, mm -hmm. you know, doesn't have the new markers on it, um, like the chapters won't work. And so sometimes you, you find those quirks on the older books and, and it just doesn't have a marker to stop it. This is Jody. Yeah, Jody, go ahead. Yeah, you can uh, you can report problems directly to Bard Support at loc.gov or NLS Downloads at loc.gov, and there's actually um, regular Bard uh, seminars or whatever you want to call them on Zoom that they've been holding every couple of weeks, and there's another one coming up on January 12th. If you also write to that email address and ask to subscribe to the Bard email list then you can join the email list, uh, you know, and it's really, it's really nice. They've done a lot of nice things. And I followed Jody, I followed your recommendation. I think the last time I was having trouble with Bard and I, I emailed them and I had a, a response within, I think within a day. And it was not yeah. a, it was an actual personal response as opposed yes, to the yeah, they're really forum. Great about so they're that. good. Okay, yep. good. All right. Sandia says we need to move on. So come on. Who this has the next Jerry. question? Jerry, this go. This is Jerry from Vermont. I, I, I actually have a response. I couldn't grab my phone quick enough to unmute to the question Jody had about the voiceover volume going up and down. Okay. <clears throat> it, it, it's an old answer, but uh, you got to make sure your friend doesn't have the volume changing with the buttons. That, that that you know you turn that off in, in in settings and that way it won't uh you she'll change the voiceover volume when she wants to change it or he wants to change it Does okay thank you all okay pass that one on too thank you all right good who has another question Somebody have a question? An issue that you're having. 
So the I'll I'll just uh, make the observation that with iOS 16.2, the focus problem in the mail app seems to have been solved, and that is nice. Where when you flick through your messages, it it'll read the read the beginning of of the message, like who it's from, and then it'll start reading content from another message or another email. That that seems to have been resolved with sixteen point two. This is David. Yeah, David, go ahead. Yeah, I don't know if we already discussed this, but there uh, this new app called Menus for All. Has anybody right. used it? Um, I guess my concern, it, it sounds pretty cool. I've heard it demonstrated on podcasts and it's supposed to have like 500,000 menus for US and, um, but I'm wondering how it's gonna be updated because that seems like a really daunting task to update all those menus. I mean, I, it, I'm sure it's possibly get, you know, a good base, but then how do you keep it updated? And I mean, the, the developer I'm thinking of, I mean, I don't think it's right, and I th I think oh. it's an individual that's doing that that uh, app. Yeah, I mean, I don't see how one person can go and 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 uh, scan through all these menus and like pull out the data and, and just keep keep it up. I mean, all right. uh, has anybody tried that app? It is a, as I understand, it's a subscription app. Yeah, uh, so you do pay a monthly cost. Has anybody tried it? <clears throat> This is Sarah. Yes, Sarah. Um, I have not tried it. I know one of the developers and it's a couple of people. And, um, but I, I don't know the answer as far as that is concerned, but maybe they have sort of a, a uh, I don't know, what do you call it? A logarithm, logarithm. Mm -hmm. um, but there's a couple of them and I assume they have people who are also working in the background. Right. Um, that's not really an answer, but. Yeah, the podcast demos that I've heard, it uh, sounds like it's a good app. This is it Pete? Yeah, Pete, go ahead. Yeah, I talked to Jeff, uh, Jeff Thompson, who did the interview for Blind Abilities uh, with one of the developers, and he was very impressed with it. And he did tell me, and I don't know how, so I, I couldn't tell you if it's logarithmic or automated in any way. He did say that they have a system in place where it will be updated regularly and um, reliably. So he was sold on it and he's used it. Uh, he had used it several times as of the time I spoke with him, which was like a few days after the podcast had been published. So it does sound like a really cool app. All right. Anybody else tried it? This is Brian. Yeah, Brian, go ahead. Yeah, I tried it here in Canada, and there's an issue with postal code because they're not the same as the United States. So, but, but I did get a few restaurants around my place, and it was nice to have the menu right there. Um, my understanding is as the restaurants update their menus, then the app will be updated also. Okay. Yeah, it can be it can be frustrating doing when you're doing Google searches, trying for restaurants, trying to find menus, and boy, it's a real uh, a lot of a lot of them don't read well. This is Jody. Yeah, Jody. 
Yeah, I agree. Like Chili's is especially you got to jump all over the place to, to find anything. Uh, how much? What is the subscription fee for the menus for all? Anybody? Anybody know what that monthly fee is? Seems like it's two ninety nine or three ninety nine. Some it's yeah. it's not a lot, but it's a monthly charge. Anybody? Anybody? Okay. Uh, know what the monthly cost is it's 2.99 i don't know if that's canadian or american because i'm in canada uh 2.99 a month or there's another option i think it's 29.95 for the whole year okay oh, thank good. you yeah thank you all right how about another question this is chris yeah chris this is just related to Jody's question about her friend's phone, a voiceover kind of going up and down. Right. Uh, again, that has happened to me. And I, I'm still running iOS 15. I have an SE 2020. I'm not sure what your friend has, Jody, but I was just listening to something a couple of days ago and all of a sudden it just dropped precipitously and I wasn't even touching my phone. I thought, what, what is going on? So I, I don't have an answer. It's, I just want to, um, <laughs> it, it happened to me too and I, it's happened two or three times and i don't have any rhyme or reason it wasn't board board related i don't i don't know i don't know so oh, i just had to go you. back in and, and redo it and you know play with it and i thought oh no and i had to i don't remember either the rotor on the volume or the controls on the side or we went and, and reset redid the settings so it, my controls on the side did work or did not work I, I had to kind of finagle something and get it back up again but it it just it just did it so yeah Oh, thank right. you. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. People on this call have talked about turning voiceover on and off, and and uh, mm -hmm. you know, uh, hitting the volume button up, and uh, yeah, it's. I, I'm not sure there's a uh, specific fix for that, but it, you know, it does happen. Apparently, it's a bug. All right, another question. This is Helene. This is. Go ahead, Helene. Um, I, I don't know, um, I'm just warning the community I was away, so I'm not sure if it was from travel, but my um, some, Google charged um, my American Express $10, and they wrote me saying, fraud alert, did you do that? I said no. And then I came home, I left my iPad in the hotel, so they FedExed it back to me overnight. And when I wanted to know how much I got charged, I called Amex and I asked for recent charges and then it said $10 for Google and then it said $200 for Google, then it said $350 to Google. So of course I told them I didn't charge those. They have an e a Gmail attached to that from MAS at G Gmail, but this has not ever happened to me. So. Um, I'm just warning if people don't look at their bills very carefully. If it says Google, it may not be Google. Yeah. Okay. Always important to check your credit card bills. Uh, we had somebody else uh, had a question. This is Terry. Terry. Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> um, I, I have a follow-up from last week. I, I actually did my homework as I promised I would do. <laughs> and uh, to the question about 
um, whether or not you can do exercise or how much exercise information you can get if you do exercise using your phone versus your Apple Watch. And the answer is that you can, the thing you can't get with your phone is um, your heart rate. You, well, no, let me back up. You can use your phone with, with an, any number of apps which are accessible to, um, to collect various types of exercise data with your phone and you can get your heart rate using various accessible apps with your phone but with the heart rate you uh you need uh like a fingerprint sensor in order to do it i don't know with the phones that don't have a home button i'm not quite sure how that works but there are any number of accessible apps for, um, you know, counting steps or uh, um, how distance that you've walked. But, but there is not a native iPhone app that you can use to collect data for the type of whatever type of exercise you're doing. But it is doable. Whereas on your watch, you can use the native Apple apps to do many of your exercises. Um, but there are also some really good accessible apps out there as well that uh, give you even more information than the native Apple watch app will give you and they do all store in your health app which is accessible on your phone all right good is is anybody else using so the the fitness app was added to the iphone just recently it's it's been on the watch and it was just added to the phone i believe after ios 16 I believe that's correct. Is anybody using that on the phone, the fitness app on the phone? This okay. is Terry. Yeah, Terry. Nobody mentioned that one, but I will follow up with that as well and get back to you next week about the fitness app on the phone, I, how well I, that's working. I think people. that's I think that's correct. Can anybody confirm that? Okay. This is Terry. Yeah, go ahead, again. Terry. Sorry. Um, I just updated this phone that I'm using for you to 16.2. I will go and check now to see if it's here uh, on this phone just to verify that it is. Okay. And then if it is, I'd be glad to talk to several people who use it and because there we have a fitness uh i mean a health ios app that these people would know 
So I'm right. going to go and check and see if it is here just to confirm that okay. for you. Good. And thanks for the follow-up. Mm -hmm. Okay. All who right. else have we got? We have a, oh, I think we have a, nope, do we have time or? Nope. We don't have time. Ah, okay. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Thank you, Greg. Um, great questions there. And now we're at the top of the hour. We'd like to give anybody a chance who didn't get to say hello. Uh, and introduce themselves, say your name and where you're from, please. This is Terry from Arlington Heights, Illinois. All right, welcome. Uh, Angelo from Ottawa. Angelo, welcome. Uh, Vincent in the group. All right, Vincent and Ms. Bridget, welcome. Julie from California. Hello, Julie, welcome. Chanel in Houston. Hey, Chanel. This is Brad, I'm in Dallas. Hey, Brad. Marsha in Sarasota. Hello, Marsha. Marvin in Chicago. Hey, Marvin, welcome. David in Houston. Hey, David, welcome. Claudia in Houston. Nikki, San Francisco. Hey, Claudia. Hey, Nikki, welcome. Anybody else? Helene, Helene Scottsdale, Art. All right, welcome, Helene. Did you hear Nikki from San Francisco? Yes, yes, welcome, oh, great. Nikki. Thank you. Thank All you. Right. Anybody else? Chris in Texas. Hey, Chris, welcome. All right, okay, thank you. Um, just uh, now we know what's going to happen next. We have the big reveal for our movie on Friday. Uh, we have some. I don't know what kind of clues we have, but we will soon find out. And the movie is on Friday night, starting at 8 p.m. Central Time. Social Time starts at 7.30. Then after the movie, we'll have a description and some trivia. And for the Social Time, we have Name That Tune. We have some dumb, bad jokes and general silliness. So... Please join us for that on Friday. What are we going to be watching, you may ask? I have no idea. I don't know. We're going to find out. And with that, we're going to turn it over to our very own iBug Guy. iBug Guy, are you there? Put on your yarmulke. Here comes Hanukkah. So much Hanukkah to celebrate Hanukkah. Yes, yes, yes. We are back once again for another wonderful week of finding out what the movie is going to be this week. I'm sure it's something appropriate for the season. And yes, wishing all those that celebrate Happy Hanukkah. We're in the midst of right now. All right. Are we ready? Yeah. Oh, before we go into getting ready for that. Oh, no. I want to know something. Okay. So you've heard of this, right? Bells on bobtails ring, making spirits bright. I want to know what bobtails are. What the heck is a bobtail? It's the tail of a deer. This is Pete. This is Chris. Yeah, that's pretty close. Chris. What about Chris? Oh, I'm sorry, I missed it. What did they say? 
Bobtail. Go ahead, Chris. Uh, the type of horse? E close. So a bobtail is a short right. or dot tail of an animal, especially a horse. So that's where they put the bells on the little bobtails of the horse pulling the mm. sleigh or whatever. Anyway, now we are ready for another episode of Mugon. Oh my God. <laughs> all right, all right. Oh, humanity. We have some clues for you to help you figure out what the movie is. <laughs> there are five clues, and you get one guess per clue. As always, say your name. Don't just be yelling out any titles of movies. And we are looking for the title of the movie for this week. And people are allowed to stay unmuted if they are. If they yeah, properly. make it go faster. You can remain unmuted. Just say your name. But behave. <clears throat> Don't go crazy. Be All, right. All right. Clue number one. All right. All right. All right. Our film this week mm -hmm. is set during winter in New York. New York. Hmm. Never have my. This is Pete. Oh, Pete, go ahead. What is Home Alone? Home Alone. Okay, uh, that's what I, said. Home Alone. I think we've seen that one before recently. Oh, shucks. All right. That <laughs> one is. Who's that? This Chris. Chris. Oh, there's so many. Um, have y'all seen Miracle on 34th Street? Miracle on 34th Street. We have also seen that one. Sorry. <laughs> but it is in the winter in New York. I think Brad had a guess. Oh, Brad. No, that was sorry. it. I didn't hear the clue, but I think he just repeated it, oh, sort of, okay. kind of. Okay. Winter okay. in New York. All, All right. right. We're going to move on to clue number two. What? We see a snowy setting. Setting? Yeah. A snowy setting with all the trimmings, including mistletoe. That narrows it down. Snowy movie at Christmas time. Hey guys, come on, come on, come on. Lots of movies to guess from. Uh oh, somebody, Brooks? Brooks. Yep. The Accidental Tourist. The Accidental Tourist. That is one we haven't seen. And we're still not going to see that one either. <laughs> Good track. Mm -hmm. This is Sarah. Sarah. When Harry Met Sally. When Harry Met Sally. 
is in New York, <laughs> but I think it goes over several seasons. So we've already seen that one too. This is Shrey. Anybody else? This is Shrey. Shrey's back. Is it Batman? <laughs> what? Batman. Batman. Bat- Batman. Batman. Yeah. There's way too much singing on this call today. <laughs> this is Greg. Oh, Greg. Greg. Is it Transformers? <laughs> <laughs> I would have expected that out of someone else. But that's not it either. All right, we're going to move on to clue number three. Wheeze it out. Mr. McCullough, the day would be good. Wheeze. Wait. What? What? Uh, You're fading out. No, my sound system. A long time ago. We see a snowy <laughs> setting. No, I already. We said, did that already. That oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh my gosh. Clue number three. I need to number these. That would help. Yeah, that was... <laughs> I the star of the film commented. After the release of the film, after the release, after release of the movie, I tried to look at it, but I had to switch it off. It made me feel sick. That's oh. encouraging. That's pretty harsh. Uh... <laughs> This is this is Janet. Janet. Christmas shoes. Christmas shoes. Christmas shoes. But whatever you do, stay off of my Christmas shoes. Oh, that's Bruce Wayne. Oh, okay. Now he thinks he's Elvis. What's going on here? Him and a bazillion other people. The star of the film. Shree Shree has a guess. Oh, Shree. Save us, Shree. Is it the Reindeer Games? The Reindeer Games. We have not seen that one. It is set in some other city, but we don't know where it is. My says no. Okay. Anybody else before we move on to the next clue? All right, moving right along. Clue number four. Is there a problem with my phone again? I just updated this one. Here we go. Here we go. The film 
is like a fine wine that improves with age. Hmm. This is Terry. <laughs> Terry. I never guess at these things. And this is a stab in the dark. It's not white Christmas, is it? White Christmas. I'm dreaming. Oh, no. <laughs> that would be a good guess, but that's not it either. I think okay. that takes place this up in Mo? Connecticut. Anyway. Oh, Moe's back. Thin Man, 1984. 1934. <laughs> what, 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 what was the name of it? Thin Man. Thin Man. Thin Man. It's old enough. To age. Tin <laughs> man. No, thin. That, was, like, that was in the thick, but thin. of Oz. That's the tin man, Mr. Tin, yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind. Okay. Good try, Mo. <laughs> try to do a better letter. Okay, here we go for clue. No, anybody other get on a guess before I move on to the next clue? Clue number all right all right all right the story is a strange and fundamental fable Ooh, that's a fundamental fable yeah just need to be a frolicking fundamental fable it would have been better the story is a strong and wait, the story is a strong and fundamental fable. Wait, did I, somebody already want to try to guess? Well, let's yeah, finish I, I the clue. Wanted. I think you should finish the clue first. This is Pete. Pete was guessing. You All right, go I'm ahead guessing, and guess. I'm guessing Elf. 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 That was almost going to be it, but not good try, Pete. All right, the rest of the clue. It's sort of a Christmas carol in reverse. This is Shree. This is Sarah. Shree, then Sarah. Uh, enchanted. Enchanted. Some enchanted. <laughs> all right, all right. Sarah, good try. Shree, come again. Here's a bad try. It's a wonderful life. It's a wonderful life. We have seen that <laughs> the last two years in a row. And guess what? We're going to watch it again. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. yes, Sarah. Yeah. But that's yeah. not in New York. Well, yeah, that's not in New York. Yeah. yeah, Bedford Falls is in New York. Upstate New York. All right. Oh, yes, it is. All right, all right. Although Bedford Falls is mm. a fake town. The word is <laughs> fictitious. Fictitious town that is very similar to Seneca Falls. So, okay, mm -hmm. so 
All right, Johnny, what do we have for our winner this week? <laughs> All right. Well, I think we know what's coming. Jody, you got to hand over your wings, and we are going to, she will be one of our, <laughs> the latest fallen angel, and we will hand the wings over to Sarah. And Sarah, you got to keep these in trust for whenever we need them again. And Yahoo! All right, yeah, so job, there you go. Thank you, Sarah. Good job, Sarah. Yeah, it's not too far. You can fly right over and give them to her. Yeah, Way to go, Sarah. Yeah, but they'll, they'll go, Sarah. Mm. Uh, all right, okay, well, very good. And with that, Mr. McCall, you want to say good night, please? <laughs> all right, Sarah gets applause. Wow. Instead of one day of presents. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Crazy nights. <laughs> That's Adam Sandler. All right. Here we go. And when you feel like the only kid in town without a Christmas tree, here's a list of people who are Jewish, just like you and me. All right. Very good. And David with that, Lee oh. Roth lights the menorah. So do James Conn, Kirk Douglas, and the late Dinah Shora. Guess who eats together at the Carnegie Deli? Bowser from Shanana and Arthur Fonzarelli. <laughs> Paul Newman's half Jewish, Goldie Hawn's half too. Put them together. What a fine looking Jew. <laughs> Spin a dreidel with Captain Kirk and Mr. Spock, both Jewish. Okay, very good. Thank you. All right, very good. That's the end of Michael's movie minutia. Thank goodness. And now we are going to go back to our regularly scheduled program. We're going to have our iBug Bite segment. And then after that, we'll go back to our regular scheduled questions. Greg, are you there? Greg, Greg. Greg, Greg. <laughs> uh oh. Well, we, we may have lost Greg. Okay, well, we will uh, come back to that segment in just a moment. Um, so, in the interim, we will just continue with our questions. All right, so. All right, so we will just uh, continue with questions until we resolve that. All right, who has a question that they would like to ask somebody that hasn't had a turn? Okay, here's Greg, Never mind. All right. He is floating in right now. Okay, can you hear me? Yes, hang on one second. All right, can you come in again? Are you there? I had to mute everybody. Come back. Got to make him a co-host. Uh-huh. Yeah, don't forget to make him co-host. Yeah. 
right, Greg? Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. Okay, good. All right, the iBug Bite tonight. Uh, I wanted to make sure everybody knew how to send a happy New Year's uh, message uh, with screen effects. So in order to do that, before we start, we need to go into settings and accessibility. So let me do that. Accessibility button. All right, so I'll double tap on accessibility. Vision padding. I want to flick to the right until I hear motion. Voiceover, zoom, off, display, and tap motion button. Okay, motion, I'm going to double tap on that. Reduce motion off. Okay, reduce motion. We need to have that turned off. Okay, and then I'm going to flick right. Use the motion of the autoplay message effects on. Okay, autoplay message effects. We need to have that turned on. Okay, so now let me go into my messages app. Open messages. You have no new messages. Allows full screen effects in the messages app to all settings. Okay. Set messages for apps. Messages. Okay, messages. so I'm in my messages app. I'm going to compose a message to myself. It's compose button to text field. Is it to text field? Is editing word? Greg. Results. Greg Williams. More info. Greg. 5128699 added recipient to text field is editing. Okay, Greg. so I've got my name. I've got my name in the in the to field. So now I'm going to go down to the messages field. Greg, add con camera apps with message, iMessage, text field. Okay, and it, let me let me mention on this, you have to both be on on iOS, on iPhones to, to uh, get these screen effects to go through. Uh, okay. If you're sending them from an iPhone to an Android, uh, the Android re recipient will not see the screen effects. So I'm going to go into this uh, text field. Insertion point at end. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to do a two finger double tap and dictate uh, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Inserted Happy New Year. All right, so we're going to uh, flick over to send messages. Message text field send button. Okay, now if this works right. Uh, you're going to hear fireworks, and uh, if if you have any vision at all, you'll see flashing firework type uh, display on your screen. So let's see what happens. Send full screen effect. Fireworks burst and fade over a black backdrop. Craig, happy new year. Message received from. Okay, so page one of one. Send a speech off. So that's how you send a happy New Year's message with, with screen effects. You can do the same thing for happy birthday or uh, congratulations, like if somebody graduated from school or whatever. Uh, there are a few others you can do, but um, uh, anyway, that's how you do happy New Year, a happy New Year message. And that's you that's the only thing. You, can, you can't have any additional characters or anything in that uh, message field. It's just strictly Happy New Year or Happy Birthday or Congratulations. So that's that's it for the iBug Bite. Do we have any questions or comments? All right. Very cool. Just in time for New Year's.
All right, let's see. Okay, who has any questions for Greg? This is Helene. Go ahead, Helene. Um, can you repeat? Um, I know you said motion off, and what was the thing that goes on? Uh, the other one is uh, screen effects, and you want to have that turned on. And that'll be in the same category on right. accessibility. They're, right. They're both in accessibility, and you flick right the motion, and both of those items are, are under the motion category. Thanks. Good question. This is Jody. Jody, go ahead. Yeah, you turn motion off. What happens if you turn it on? What what does that do? I think the well the screen the the screen effects I don't think will work. Uh, but I I think the that motion off motion on has to do with uh, it's uh, fading uh, when you switch from app to app. Maybe there's if you could see then there's some kind of fading or transition effect. Oh, okay. I think Thank I believe. You. Anybody this, else? This is Sonia. Sonia. Uh, in addition to the sound, you also get like haptic feedback as well, right? It's like the phone is vibrating, like when it's going. Uh, you know, I didn't notice that, but you may be right on that. Yeah. Okay. I'll take maybe right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anybody else? Or maybe it's just the, I mean, because it describes, you know, voiceovers describing what it's doing. So it's very cool. Yeah. And to add to this the list, Pete. hey, one second. To add to the list of things that you can say to it, I was very happy to see that it, you can say "Happy Diwali," which is the festival of lights for Hindus, and I never knew that, so it was very cool. Anyway, okay, go ahead, Pete. Oh, sorry, Pete. Yeah, just wanted to confirm. You're right. It does give you haptic feedback, which is really cool and kind of alarming. Okay. <laughs> Hey, I am right. Thank you. And All happy right. Diwali. <laughs> yeah, only one month late, but that's okay. All <laughs> right. Anybody else? Anybody else for Greg? All right. So now you can wish all your friends happy new year, happy birthday and all that good stuff. And I think it even works for happy 4th of July. All right. Well, thank you very much, Greg. And now back to our regularly scheduled program. Who has a question? Somebody new that hasn't had a turn. We'd love to hear from you. You're going to have to wait until next year if you don't ask your question now. Just let you know, because we're not having a call next week. But I'll remind everybody of that in a minute. OK, who else? Anybody? OK, well, fine. I had a similar, this, another bar. Oh, somebody's going to go. Pss. Okay, who's that? This is Terry. Go, Terry. I don't, okay, go ahead. I'm not new, new, but. Okay, go ahead. Well, first, I did not find, as a follow-up, but I have a question, but I did not find, um, well, now I forgot what the name of the app is. Um, I, I found the health app, but I did not find a fitness app specifically that was added in 16.2, but maybe it's somewhere that I'm just not aware of. So, uh, but I will do my homework again and follow up for next uh, year. Okay. All right. And my question is, um, I'm asking this for 
another person because I don't use the app myself or actually several people because I know it was broken. The Apple Books app. Um, since iOS 15 um, for Braille users, it, it's not worked well at all. And several people have thought that with iOS 16.2, they fixed it so you could uh, read books on a Braille display from your phone using the Apple Books app. Okay. But one friend cannot get it to work to save her soul because she right. did update hoping, thinking that it was fixed, but she is not able to use it successfully yet. Okay, and so wonder, the question is, is anybody able to use Apple Books or iBooks now in 16.2 with Braille? To, with your Braille display. Braille display. Yep. Anybody? Okay, it's a very specific question. So I'm searing silence, so we'll have to yeah. keep checking it out. But thanks for the question. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. My question is on Bard. Once again, we're returning to Bard. When I'm hitting the rewind button, for some reason, it kicks me out of the book completely, unless it could be user error. I admit that. But usually I'm doing this while I'm half asleep. But it happens multiple times and so i'm not sure but so anyway what happens is that i hit rewind and you know and then i end up back in my list of books like basically in my bookshelf has that happened to anybody and then it's this is helene. go ahead helene yes that happens regularly as well and i oh, end up good. back in the list and what i and what i do is i go to the bottom of the um, the phone and go to now reading ah. and and occasionally that going back to now reading or reading now then I get it. Oh, thank you so much. I okay, very good. That's a good use for now reading. Oh, one of the tabs at the bottom. Okay, thank you, Helene. Okay, very good. All right. I got my question answered, so I'm done. Bye. All right, who's next? Who has a new question? Somebody, somebody's got to have a question. It's Chris. Chris, go ahead. This is just a quick follow-up. I think it was Helene had this question a couple of weeks ago, and she may already know the answer. But under contacts, she wanted to get the My Card uh, to, to have her information in it under contacts. And the way to do that is if you go under Settings and then Siri and Search, there's a tab there that says My Information. And if you tap on that, that will bring you into contacts and you tap your name and that will create the my card into contacts for you. All right. Thank you, Chris, for the follow-up. I had just one comment. Lots of people today have asked questions on behalf of their friends and that's great, but we would love to have your friends come along and participate as well. Uh, we'd you know, love to meet new people and they can come and ask their questions as well, and it would be a good introduction to iBug. So please extend our welcome to all of them. All right, who's got a next new question? Somebody new or old? I mean, not new. Anybody? This is Jody. Go ahead, Jody. I agree. I'm 
trying to drag her every week. So okay, that's good. That's <laughs> fine. I'm trying. I'm trying. Okay. Um, I just wanted to comment. Uh, everybody probably already knows, or if you don't, Soundscape is going to be discontinued. Uh, you won't be able to get it in the App Store after January. So if you want to get it, get it now. And then they won't be supporting it anymore after June, but it, it's going to go into uh, an open source. So somebody else will be able to get uh, the, you know, the program for it and theoretically uh, have it available through a third party. But Microsoft isn't going to be supporting it anymore. So I was, I was very upset about it. If you go to the app and you go to settings, you can send feedback. And I, I did send feedback saying how, how very sorry I was that they were going to be discontinuing it. I hope they don't do the same thing with uh, seeing uh, with uh, uh, seeing AI. All right, I agree. All right, thank you, Jody. All right, who's next? Good question. Who'd like to go? This is Herbie. Yes. Oh, okay. Go ahead, Herbie. The only thing I just um, first of all, well, my I guess one question is if your friends are if your friends are invisible friends, how do we get them to come? Yeah, I know. Um, you know, the voices inside your head. The other thing I was going to say, though, in favor of Microsoft seeing AI not going away, I mean, that app has been around for a long time. So at least going back to 2017. So, I, you know, that's at least one encouraging thing about it. Because Soundscape is practically, you know, like here and gone. So. All right. All right. Thank you, Herbie. Okay, I think I heard somebody else right before Herbie. Somebody was trying to make. This is Chanel, and ahead, I'm Chanel. afraid my question is too specific too, but I can try it. Is anybody else still experiencing Braille bugs in 1602, or 1602, oh dear, 16.2, where when you press the enter, you can't really press the enter key to send a message. You actually have to go find the send button and all that you can't use. Um, I haven't verified. I don't think so the selection commands work either in braille but just wondering if anybody is still experiencing that because i am okay braille bugs with 16.2 anybody all the same people that are not using apple ibooks with their i braille know display. which sadly i'm one of them but this okay. is terry uh, all right go terry um i believe it's not a bug um i believe you have to uh, and I have to look it up again. There is a specific uh, Braille display uh, command for the enter key. Yeah, and it's it's they claim that it was supposed to have been fixed with the human wear displays, but <laughs> I'm going back to what that those commands, you know, the workarounds were for the because yeah. Okay. It still have to be used. This All is right. Terry. Go ahead, Terry. It, it was like dot seven or dot four. I forget. I gotta go look. And it could be different from different braille displays, but I think it was dot seven plus some some other key. Okay. Um, we will follow up with that. Thank you, yep. Terry Ann and Chanel. Okay, next. Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? New question? New problem? This is D. Go ahead, D. Okay, <clears throat> I'm having an experience. I used to put phone numbers and favorites, you know, in the phone app. Uh -huh. And I haven't done it in ages. Well, tonight I have someone to put in there. Me? So I put me in your favorites? No. Oh, fine. No, I'm not going to okay. put you in my favorites. Oh, okay, that's all right. I work a little harder for you. 
Okay. Okay. So Thanks, you're trying D. To, I appreciate it. D. You're trying, trying to put somebody in favorites. Is that your question? Yeah. And I was going into where the recents and where I, the number was there. And I would flick down to more information and I'd swipe right to it. It would say add the favorites. I'd tap on that. And this thing would come up and it was kind of like their uh, contact card. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. it would say dismiss contact. Context menu. Uh-huh. Menu. Yeah. And right. so I never got them in there. So then I just went into my contacts to the individuals and down there it'll say, Add the favorite. So I tap on that and I get the same results. Oh, because I'm doing Brad. something wrong. Oh, no. Okay. Well, let's see what Brad has to say. Brad, what you say? Well, I think what it may be asking is let's say you've got somebody's phone number, their email, um, something like that. And, and it probably is phone number, but it's asking you uh, do you want to? Uh, when you add them to favorites, do you want to call them or do you want to send them a text message? Because I've been able to add people to favorites where they're in there, but when I tap on them, it opens the messages app. So I could send a, you know, a, a iMessage or a text message uh, or phone number. Maybe I have their home phone or their um, iPhone. So it's asking me which phone number I want to add. So that's what it's asking is there several options which which option to communicate with this person do you want to add to your favorites absolutely that, okay I remember this that. is d okay go d so i should tap on call then because that's what i want to i want to put them in my right. call list right because you right. could have the option of video call you could have whatsapp I mean, facetime yeah yes. i was you afraid to call their home you want to call their cell yeah them. no it's not gonna you're you're basically just choosing it's not yeah, a bunch of options. Yeah. All right, Wish very good. Changing things when I know how to do I something. <laughs> okay, thank very you. Very good. So you'll have somebody in your favorites besides me. Okay. Yes. All right. Next, who's going on? Who's going next? New question. This is Jody with a comment. Go ahead. The only downside is that when you put them in your favorites and then you go to the favorites, there's a glitch where you tap on their name, or then you'll end up going to the wrong person. Yeah, that can happen. That happens okay. in recent salt. So yeah. I just thought I'd mention that. All right. Thank, thank you. you. All right. Who's next? <laughs> New question. This is Shree. Go ahead. Just out of curiosity, those who have the iPhone 14, have you guys tried to see if, uh, how well the satellite works? Hey, anybody? Satellite users? This is Brad. Oh, Brad? Don't you have to be lost in the wilderness and without a cell phone, without a you know cellular signal in order to use that? I believe that's the case. He's suggesting that you go out in the woods and try it, Brad. Well, around here, you'd have to go pretty <laughs> far out. Well, out I think I heard, <clears throat> I think I heard this weekend that somebody, I thought of Shri actually, this couple uh, went off a cliff in California and went down like 300 feet and they used that yeah, feature. Like to... Not exactly in an urban area. I know they were in the middle of absolutely nowhere, but that's yeah, what saved the them. Desert. Exactly. All right. Very good tree. Okay. Well, this thank you. Greg. 
Go, Greg. Yeah, there is You're a not test. Not going to be able to do there that. There is a in test. The hang on, hang on, Brad. Go ahead. Go ahead, Greg. What? Yeah, there is a test feature. Uh, okay. I, I tried that the other day, and it said it, I went out in the driveway and it said it's not available. <laughs> but but there is a test. You, you can do a test if you go into that uh, in in settings. So you went out in your driveway, and and what did it I say? Was, yeah, I was pretending that I was lost in the woods. In your driveway? Okay. Well, right. hey, what can <laughs> okay. I say? I know. What can you say? Thank you, Greg. Yes. Right. Greg is done speaking. I know. Thank goodness. Okay. Who's next? New question. Anybody else lost in their driveway like Greg? Come on. Any new questions? This is Ned. Go ahead, Ned. Welcome. Yes. This goes back to the question about the person who deleted her text message. Uh, by mistake. And just out of curiosity, how long is that text message strand there? Does, does the earlier parts fall off or is it from the very beginning for years and years and years and years? I don't know if that's a memory question or I'm just curious how long the text message is there. Okay. The so length Karen, of it. Right. So Karen deleted a, a conversation. Yes. She, yeah. Like uh, I'm a pack rat. I have conversations going back years. So I think it just, anybody want to help answer that? Just, I think how well, you're, you're saying like, does the older part go away first or what? Let's say you have a text message that goes on for three years. Is all three years there or does the earlier part fall off or the go away? Thing. Well, no, I mean, this when she Herbie. deleted it, the whole yeah. thing. Like, yeah. Go ahead, Harvey. So as long as you keep a conversation going, it is all there. Now, here's the tricky part. Um, I know we don't talk about other devices and I don't know if having a keyboard would help on the phone because it can be really tricky to really go back really farther. Um, and I find that a lot easier on the Mac, but you know, I've definitely gone back at least a year's worth of my conversations for some things. Now they're, um, so, uh, yeah, I do believe it is all there. And if you delete a conversation thread, then that is all gone, at least from your phone. Now, whether there's some way a skilled technician could get to it in the cloud still, that is beyond my pay grade and anybody's here, but probably. All right. Thank you, Herbie. Okay. This is Pete. This is, yeah, okay. go ahead, Pete. Pete. <clears throat> I just wanted to point out to Herbie, and maybe I missed a point, but I did after Greg talked about that new feature in iOS 16 about recovering um, yes. deleted threads, on, deleted messages. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, I found some that I had deleted uh, 22 days ago. So I think you could go back and it didn't say any, didn't specify any limitation on how far back you could go and use that recovery feature. Now, this I don't know correct. how Herbie did it. You know? Oh, Greg? Yeah, uh, I think it's a 30 day limit. Right, 30 days. Uh, okay, as, as the and, question, and Herbie. The, hang on, the question that was posed by Karen, she did it like a couple of months ago, so yeah. it wouldn't work. Okay, go ahead, Herbie, and then we're moving on. Yeah, I was just going to say, I'm referring to, like in my, I've definitely used that recover feature and it works well, Um, but if you deleted conversations accidentally before iOS uh, 16, right. um, that's a whole nother matter, because like I sure. deleted my conversation once with somebody about uh, Harvey, and I was so mad at myself for accidentally deleting that because, it says, hey, that was my diary, you know, but uh, that's yeah. Okay. All right. Um, this is Chris. Oh, Chris. As far as uh, how long does it fall, you know, that um, 
And Ned was asking, does it fall off the thread? Just a current conversation? Just, does it you know, naturally like for three years, five years? That's a setting under messages. You can keep it and I, I don't use it, but I think there's one for like a year or something. You can actually, th there is a setting for messages to tell it to kind of, to, to, to prune it like that. Right, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, uh, as far as if you are searching for something in a very long thread, you know, there's always the search feature in your messages app. So you could search for a word if you are looking for somebody's address or, you know, something. Probably so just can... scroll up too, couldn't you? Well, we have three or four years worth. Yeah, it'd be tough. <laughs> so just searching is probably more effective. Okay, thank you. Good question. All right, who's next? Good question. Somebody new hadn't had a turn. I want to ask a question. And start picking names. Start. Bridget. Oh, Miss Bridget, thank you. What's your question? Okay, you all just say so much. I mostly listen, but everything that they was just saying about texting falling off. Um, maybe I'm. I have a lot of people sending me texts with description on it of the pictures. So will that pertain to pictures too? If I make a mistake and erase it or something, or could I get the pictures and put them somewhere else where they could be safe? Okay, who would like to? So Miss Bridget is worried about if she gets a picture in a text and accidentally deletes it, what will happen to her picture? So what can she do to protect her picture? This Anybody is Ned. Want... Go ahead, Ned. Um, I don't know about retrieving the picture, but what I do when I get a picture in a text message, I save it to my album. Yep, there you go. That's that's what you could do. It, it'll go to your, you know, you can put it in a specific place, but at least it'll be out of the text message. And then even if it accidentally gets deleted, it'll be in a safe place. And this is free. Okay, well, hold on, Miss Bridget. What? I thought she had a comment. Okay, go, sh go. Shri she asked if if Ned said in an album. Yeah, there's an album in the in the photos library in the photo there. You can create albums there, or if you don't specify, I think it'll just go to your camera roll. I believe. Okay, go, Shri. I was gonna say, um, <clears throat> I do believe that if you do accidentally delete from the photo album. That's also completely gone. So what I typically do, if it's very critical, I move it to the files app folder. I just create a folder called personal photos. I throw it in there. So that way, if it did get deleted from the photos album, it's still there. Okay. All right. But her question was about text messages. So, okay. But everything is can be deleted. Okay. Go ahead, Pete. Uh, for Bridget's sake, I think, and for mine, so I've got my text with a photo. Can Ned or whoever can do it walk me through the mechanics, the step-by-steps -steps on how to get them into my album? This okay. is Shri. Go Shri. Um, basically, when you go to a photo, you have the option to share it. When you share it, it's going to ask you, do you want to save it to multiple choices? Like you can set it, save, it, save it as an image. If you save it as an image, it'll go to the album. Your photo album, your photo library, I should say. So right on the uh, text screen mm -hmm. there, there's a share button. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and one of those options would then be to share it as an image or a photograph. 
you'll have options like you know share you want to share your dropbox you want to share this files you want to save it as an image and i believe if you save it as an image it'll go to the photo roll so Good. that's what bridget what bridget and i would want to do if we wanted to get it into our photo albums mm -hmm. all right you can even create a favorites you know if you it's a really special photo you can save it as a favorite if cool. it had something that you have to often refer to, maybe it's a document or a picture of a document that somebody yeah. can read for you, you could put it in favorites. Okay, just, so that helped Bridget. Bridget, did that help a little? Well, so far it just confused me a little bit because I'm trying to learn how to do that on the computer now. So I didn't know you could do that on your phone. Right. This is all about the phone. Yeah, this yeah. is just. Okay. Yeah, this okay. is Jody. Okay, Jody, go ahead. Yeah, I, I uh, whenever there's a photo in a, on a text message that I want to save, I do a one finger double tap on the photo, uh, and then that brings the photo up, and then I then I hit share. I don't know if you can do it directly from the text message, but I usually tap on the photo before I hit share. All right, you're good. Okay, who else? This is Sarah. Go, Sarah. Um, one. You know, an additional piece of advice is that once you share it to your um, photo library, you want to delete it in your text messages because it's taking up space both places. It, it's not transferring, you know, it's not moving to the photo album. You're just copying it to the photo album and it will stay in your text lineup. Um, so you should delete that because um, it will take up you know, more of your, more space. All right. Yeah, that's probably a lot of information for Ms. Bridget, but that's a good start there. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. All right. Who's next? New question. Somebody that hasn't had a turn. David? Go, David. Oh, just one more word about, I guess, the thing about saving the photos. There's a save image button usually under the photo even before you expand it. So if you're just looking at it, you know how you, it comes in your text message. And then, if you, like she said, if you double tap on it, it makes it larger. Then you have the other options, but there's a, there should be a save image or save oh. photo. I can't remember what it says. You know, save photo or save image. And it will automatically save to your, you know, your camera roll. And, and the being a recent photos. Well, this is where you did, find them. Under. That what did you say <clears throat> about making it larger? How what did you how do you do that? Oh, well, that, she said you, you know you, you double tap on the photo and it makes it full screen. Oh, I mean, oh, if you, I guess screen. you can't see, yeah. you don't yeah. really know it's full yeah, screen, yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah, that's what it does. Yeah, it otherwise it's a bigger. thumbnail. Yeah, and then you have more options mm -hmm. on there. But the, the basic save is, is there before you even have to expand it. Okay. At least right. that, 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 I find that to be the case of mine. I, I yeah. I get a lot of photos, you know, from so I I just tend to save them right away, okay. like I said, so they don't get lost. And I, actually, the, and the photos app does save your photos. You can delete them for like thirty days. <clears throat> so if you make a mistake, you know, you're not like forever. Wait, wait, what? Say, say that again. Yeah. Wait, what? It's a, <clears throat> you can recover deleted photos for, I think, 30 oh, days as well. Okay, okay, okay. So is uh, that a default you, setting or you have to set it? 
I think it's the I think it's default settings. Yeah, because there's like a deleted photos album. Uh, I think that was added in one of the last iOS's maybe one or two ago, where you have the option to undelete photos. Okay. All right. Well, very good. Good to know. Okay. All right. Who's next? New question. Somebody. New question. New problem. Something you're dying to know about. This is Ned. Go ahead, Ned. I think the silence says we all want to live. <laughs> well, figure of speech. Um, well, I can tell you, let's see, what other weird stuff is there? There have been some weird things that have been happening on my phone, but I, I usually keep a list, but there's... Um, I am going to start, um, I'm going to give my mom my new, my latest, my old Apple Watch and have an excuse to buy a new one. So I'm going to be, I'll probably have lots of questions about how to set up her phone, her phone with her, with my old watch. Okay, well, that's a question. Do I need to do anything to my watch to, I mean, do I need to wipe it or this do you need? Yeah, Brad. Unpair it, that'll wipe it. Unpair it from your your phone, whatever we call it. Is it still paired to your your? Yeah, I don't know. Your current phone, your older phone, whatever it phone it was paired to, with. I think it's trying. I think it's connected to both of them. Okay, well, unpair it. Okay. Go into the watch app, select that phone, and forgive me. I know when I see it, I'm bad about this, but. Uh, I know when I see it, I can't remember the correct terminology. Okay, Maybe right. you'll help yeah. me up, but I believe unpair. the terminology is, you know, unpair from right. unpair watch, unpair from this iPhone. Okay. And if I've never had one paired, I know you can pair more than one watch to an iPhone. I don't know if you can have a watch paired to more than one iPhone. That's a good question. Well, this is Terry. Trade them in and get rid of them. All right. They're all sitting there. Okay, go Terry in. To my knowledge, you cannot pair one watch to two phones, but what can happen is if you don't un, uh, remove all of your information from your, phone, your watch, when you transfer it over to the new phone, um, even when you, after you unpair it, your information would stay there unless you remove it well okay here's another i just thought of something real quick what you know she's my mom i have a feeling this watch is going to get lost and all this kind of crazy stuff was there a setting specifically for like setting things up for your parent but was there some kind of was kind of right down this you know addressing this issue this is terry go terry are you thinking of there's a like a legacy App. No, 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 not no. that. It was like helping, like <clears throat> you, if you had a child, you gave them a watch. Ah, this is Brad. Brad, that's for like when they don't have an iPhone. Oh, but your mom has an iPhone, iPhone, right? Yes. 
And when you unpair your phone, it does wipe it, put uh -huh. it back to factory default. Okay. And then, okay. And, and it's a clean watch. And then you'll pair it with your mom's iPhone. And then it's well, paired I with her iPhone. <clears throat> It'll show up and find my and all other stuff. So if your mom gets lost, you can mm -hmm. find her as long as she's got the watch on, you know, all that stuff. All right. I think, I, I, maybe I, you could do I, a demo on that. Oh, maybe. I just yeah, don't see mind. her being responsible. She barely charges her phone. So I don't think this is going to last too long. But okay, go, Jerry. Yeah, I, I, I wanted to just say, I think there is a setting in the watch where you can uh, uh, put it back to factory defaults. If I'm not mistaken, it's either on the app or in the watch itself. Okay. That will that will wipe it, I believe. I, I'm don't quote right. me, but I, I think, uh, yeah. So if, if I, I'd like to ask the next question Go ahead. quickly, Go I'm ahead. a little bit in, embarrassed about this, but hurry, hurry, scary. Uh, I, yeah, I, I am, uh, I have just signed in on my iPad to my Facebook account over the weekend for something. And I am getting, my daughter called me and said, you've been hacked, you've been hacked. And I, I don't know how to, unhack myself should i just change my password you know what what should i do i don't see it when i go on the account so i i'm curious as to how i can get my facebook thing back again all right so you logged in with your ipad yeah and on facebook with something i can't even remember what it was but okay. uh and it was accurate it was accuradio and then and, who and said so, you were, who said you were hacked? I mean, I, I, my daughter, your daughter. Says so I don't hacked. know whether it's that iPad or whether I truly have this hacked. is Terry. Okay. Go yeah. Terry. This yeah. has happened to me. Somebody else let me know that I was hacked. You have to change at the very least. You want to change your password. Okay. Um, you also might need to go in and change things to <clears throat> private so that only yeah. you know your uh the people you're friends, friends with yeah. can see you that kind of thing yeah okay that's good thank you terry appreciate it all righty okay uh, i believe we are at the end of our meeting for today so i want to thank greg for helping us out facilitating and then I want to thank all of our people with all the great questions today and all throughout the year. So just a reminder that we will be off tomorrow. I mean, not tomorrow. <laughs> well, we, we will not be off tomorrow. We'll be off on Monday. Some of the, us will be off. Yeah, right. Some people are way off. Okay, so, so December off, exactly. 26th, December 26th, we will not be here. And we will be back on January 2nd. But we will have one other event between now. I mean, we have a couple of things to the rest of this week. We have Clubhouse. We have the Mac Buzz tomorrow at 5 p.m. We have the Android Insight on Wednesday night from 7 to 8.30. And then we'll have this week's movie, It's a Wonderful Life, that classic movie. So we hope that you'll come and join us for that. And then, uh, then after that, for the following week, we're going to move the Friday night movie to Saturday in order to coincide with new year's eve so we will be watching that if you'd like to join us we'd love to have you all right so with that we will say good night 
and wish everybody a very happy holiday and uh mm. merry christmas happy hanukkah and all that good uh, you know just be careful and have safe have safe holiday and we will see you back and thank you for all your support throughout the year and mm. uh check out the apple workshop it should be on our work on our uh, website and we had a lot of fun we had a demo by jerry we had a demo by herbie we had a skit by chris so come and check it out and we will see you next uh well see you soon okay all right good night y'all thank yeah merry christmas Julie. Bye. all right yes. good, Bye. good night everyone good night everybody thanks good night watch those wings sarah girl <laughs> <laughs> gotta keep that ice off it <laughs>